Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshaies. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here... It makes me wanna
my lady, so I must stay classy. Gotta keep it high, keep it together if I want to get better. The host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, I'm here looking forward to the opportunity to talk about the things that impact our world now and in the future. We have to be prepared to discuss the kinds of things that are going on in our world and to help our world have the kind of direction we want it to have. A lot of times there are things going on that we just need to raise our heads up and talk about and make sure that they uh, people understand those people in power that we're just not going to sit back and relax as they run this country into the dirt. And we're here to make sure that we are a participant, that we are here to play a part, a role in what is going on in our world. And there is something going on that we need to discuss, to discuss each and every day. And so we look forward to this opportunity going on in our society daily. How are you doing this evening, uh, D? I'm doing good, James. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing fine. There's so much to talk about, D. And I'm going to start out... Um, we know that 49 people died at this in Orlando at the nightclub. And um, after the gentleman who did the terrorist act was killed on the woman. And I have to tell you, I am very happy and pleased uh, that 
this woman was found not guilty. And, you know, one of the things is, is that we have to recognize that men who uh, play this kind of role in terrorism don't always involve their family members. And I was just of the belief that this young lady was not a participant, and I didn't get to hear all that was the um, the all the inter- information. But I was just glad from the small things I heard about her mental capacity and how she had been abused uh, that we shouldn't seek uh, to lie to to find justice at her door. And so I was really pleased to find out that the jury came back with a not guilty plea. What what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, well, um actually um kind of surprised and um but uh but pleased uh nevertheless. Um uh, that I guess that does show that there is hope in our judicial system. Um some some people seem to have their head on straight. Um, for the longest time, it seems like there have been some some bias in there in 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 the uh, jury's outcome, especially when it comes to the to the judgment of people of color. And so uh, to see that um, that there's still hope in the judicial system uh, is quite quite refreshing, uh, to say the least. Yeah, a lot of times. Uh, D, when when the world wants its pound of flesh, and when people commit suicide, there's a tendency to want to go after somebody who is close, in close proximity of these people, in order to get uh, vengeance. Uh, I want to share with you. Um, it's been a lot of years ago, and, and I'm not sure exactly how many years ago, but there was a gentleman who had hurt a child and the police were coming to talk to him about the injury of the child. And it looked like I remember that the child may got accidentally shot. And when uh, they uh, got a hold of this man, they decided that they were going to take him uh, to the police station and talk to them, talk to him. Well, anyway, they, handcuffed the man with his hands in front when they were supposed to handcuff him from behind. They put the man in the back seat of a car that didn't have a separate a separation. And instead of one of the officers getting in the back, both of them got in the front. So the guy ended up taking a key from around his neck, shooting both of the police officers, and then shooting a highway patrol and then he uh, went into a, a gas station and boarded himself up in this gas station or took a somebody hostage anyway they eventually when they got in there he had already killed himself and because they did not have him to prosecute they prosecuted the wife who they left back at the house, and she had no idea what he was planning on doing or going to do. She didn't tell them that he was a criminal, 
that she was wrong for not divulging the information she had, which would have made them do what do a better job. And I have always thought, listen, how can you how can you hold somebody accountable for you not following your procedures and then somebody doing something she had no knowledge of? So that lady is spending time in jail right now. And so my thing is, is that people should not be forced to give people information that they don't have, and then you have them held accountable because you ain't doing your procedures for your own safety. So that was why I was so glad that they did not take this lady who probably would not have harmed nobody in her whole life and make her accountable for nearly 50 deaths in Orlando because this man was already dead. So I just thought that was just horrendous of them trying her, but at least the judge and the jury saw fit not to prosecute her. Uh, Joyce, you know, what are your thoughts about this lady being uh, found not guilty and being released to her, her uncle? and have an opportunity to go back and raise her son. Bernard. Is, is, this the, is this the one where the lady called her husband? Her husband called her before uh, and told him that he was going to do something wrong? No, I'm not. I never heard that she talked to him while he was in Orlando. They suggested that she rode with him to Orlando on a certain occasion. And she was aware of uh, some of the things that he uh, was purchasing. Uh, but a lot came out about her not being mentally, um, her having some mentally uh, issues Challenges. that made her right. unable to to understand what comprehend. was going on. To, to comprehend, yeah. and she has a she has a small child, but. But well, if yeah. it's the one that I'm uh, that what I'm thinking about is that I, I I if I'm not mistaken that she he called her and he had indicated and on a couple occasions she had went with him in order to get some ammunition. I might be getting my stories wrong because there's so much happening. Well, this so was the one that took on place right in now. Orlando. Yeah, this right. is the one that took place in Orlando where the 49 people were murdered. She wasn't right. with him on that. That she wasn't with him at the time he did the shooting, and uh, right. I but never he, heard that he, he called. The, she, but but didn't she go with him on some occasion to scope that area out as far as uh, riding yeah, with he, him to he scope did. that? Yeah, he did ride with her to come to Orlando, and at one point he was thinking about doing um, Disney World, but he chose this place. But understand, he had visited Orlando a number of times, and we really don't know what he was telling her in respect to what he was doing. So, I mean, I, obviously, he, she wasn't in the planning of it because if they could have established that she helped plan it, I'm sure there would have been a, a different outcome. Well, that's true, too. But, you know, a lot of times to me, I, I think it, I find it sometimes somewhat difficult sometimes to sleep with the enemy and you don't know what, what the other party's doing. It, it just baffles me in, in some of that, that situation. But isn't her, is, isn't her father-in-law uh, a 
is is uh, his nationality? He was an informant. Is this the one that I? Uh, yeah, he was a informant for the FBI years ago. Okay, okay, right. He was an informant years ago, but they had indicated that she had some knowledge of what was going on. It's kind of hard to say, but my 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 take on it is that you know if 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 her peers found her not guilty. And that would be something on her conscience if she did have some knowing about that. It's something that she would have to handle with the master upstairs. But um, let me just ask you this, Joyce, and I do believe sometimes ladies are real hard on other ladies. But you do realize that there are men who go around doing some horrific things, and uh, their spouses just not, sometimes the spouses just be glad they're away from them. And they, they don't know exactly what they're doing. You know, you have a lot of well, people, men who go outside well, their home raping women, and their wives don't know that they that they that's what's in their spirit. Well, that's true enough, but that's 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 something. But wouldn't you think that if he had uh, 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 guns and stuff like that, if you bring it, I, I I'm aware of what is coming in and out of my household. I mean, and then curiosity uh, by itself sometimes when I know he's not there with her 24-7 that she's going to kind of be nosing around, and, and that's her home. You know, you want to know what's, what's in your home and what's a part of your home, you know. I just I just look at, you know, every day, every day almost we hear situations, and then sometimes about the, about the situations we kind of lean because we, 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 we take where we need to give somebody a little leniency. You know, but my thing is when you break the law, there shouldn't be no leniency. Uh, they, you know, it's cut and dry to me. If you do the crime, you do the time. But not, but her peers found her not guilty, then I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, D, let me just ask you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little um, reluctant to hold her accountable because I know and recognize that there are women all over the world who have uh, husbands who are very troubled and who uh, do a whole lot of things they ain't got no business doing. And the woman is just reluctant uh, to say anything because she ain't got no place to go. And she has, you know, uh, she's confined to um, that household. Well, you know, Jane, you make a good point right there because – um, first of all, Miss uh, Miss Joyce made a point where um, you know these are they are happening so frequently now we're getting our cases kind of crossed up. I know there was one case where the wife actually converted the husband to do the dastardly deed, and I'm not even I think that I happened in California. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. that was in California. Okay, right. So now, but when pertaining uh, to your question, um, you know, you're right because um, some marriages are a little bit more controlling than others. Uh, sometimes the the wife in in, in certain cultures even uh, is a little bit more passive, and uh, where she has to stay, she's expected to stay in her place. Uh, and and uh, and so in in a case like that, uh, yeah, the husband could be doing most anything, and she would be almost afraid of her own safety to uh, try to get involved uh, 
or you know, it's almost like being a slave in, in some cultures. Uh even but even in some marriages here in America, um the the male spouse could be so con- controlling and overwhelming that um the wife could feel threat. Uh but yeah, it's it's good. But you know, when it comes down to uh these uh law law officials and law enforcement officials uh, trying to find someone to to uh, prosecute uh, for an act when the perpetrator himself uh, don't give them the satisfaction and he kills himself. Um, yeah, that kind of leaves them in limbo to try to find out who knew what and when. And so to put the wife, the closest supposedly confidant, under uh, close scrutiny is not unusual. To try to at least try to find out who else knows something. Is there a network, uh, especially in this age of terrorism? And so, um, uh, but uh, to, to have it turn out the way it did is, is quite surprising. Thanks. Yeah, I, I was very concerned about whether or not they were going to give this woman an opportunity uh, for freedom. And you're right. We got so many cases. Um, it just happened that the man who did the shooting in Las Vegas, his wife was, uh, or his girlfriend was, uh, in the Philippines. And I'm sure they really tried to make sure she didn't have no knowledge of what it was he was going to do. And like you say, um, Joyce, she knew and had to be aware that he had all that ammunition and all those, uh, weapons, but his brother and most of his family members didn't even know or think he was capable of doing such a thing. So there are people who hide who they are from their immediate family. Correct. And I think what her situation, too, is that they're still investigating her because he had sent her a whole bunch of money prior to her. And I'm assuming that he had shared his plans with her as as far as to what he had planned to do. Uh, she she frequent, they both frequent that, that place, and I'm assuming that's where he met her there at one of those uh, casinos, more or less. But he sent her, he sent her away knowing what he, he had in mind. What, but she said that she didn't know that uh, what, what was, but the FBI, uh, I'm assuming that a part of that is still going on because they was trying to bring her back to the United States to question her more, to tie her up with having at least not doing it, the act, but knowing of the act. I mean, all that ammunition in the house, you, you saying that you don't know nothing about it? That's what I'm saying. You've got to know something. Well, um, she, what I've heard was is that he had, he was, he had become very wealthy through um, uh, gambling and that everybody knew he was rich and well off. And um, he had millions, but he only sent her away with a a hundred thousand or so, you know, which would be a good gift for me. (laughs) But, but, um, you know, but, she said she didn't know that he was capable of doing that. And, you know, some people have some demons inside of them, G, that they don't divulge to everybody. Yeah, I'm under, I'm under that pretense. Um, I think the money that he gave her 
uh, her her being uh, a Filipino and all, I think the money that he gave her was to thank her for her time. Um, and 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 the fact that that his brother claimed that he didn't know anything, and and if your brother don't know much about you, and your neighbors don't see you going in and out, and you carry yourself in such a way where even the bellhop won't even check the room, um, it shows that the guy had some savvy about himself. Now, um, but I think that that money that he gave her, he knew he wasn't coming back. He, he mm-hmm. felt very strongly that he, that he wasn't coming back. And so, uh, you know, and apparently he, he loved her, but he, these demons that he had, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that that story in itself, I, I think still, uh, is still, uh, they, they got to find out more about this guy. Um, I had said at one time that he was a sleeper, a sleeper agent, but, you know, uh, but but the, uh, he doesn't he don't fit the profile for that. Uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, that's that's somebody that that's part of a set or a group. And for him to be a lone wolf like he was, um, it's it just that's that story in itself is mind boggling. But I think that that uh, he he actually loved her, and um and um but they they're gonna they're gonna ride her to the cows come home, and hopefully uh, they, they'll find a reason to exonerate her and let her go also, if that be the case. But you know, um, I listened to Joyce and hear her saying that she gonna gonna know what's going on in her house. And for most African Americans, I have never seen the kind of liberal behavior that white America has when it comes to their children. Uh, because I can tell you, ain't nobody was finna have no uh, bunch of guns in my house. And um, just like the boy who shot up in South Florida, you know, and they came to the agreement that, okay, well, you'll get this gun safe, and I'll have the only key. You ain't going to have no guns in my house. If that ain't who I am, I certainly ain't going to let it be who you are, and that will be an agreement about coming in my house. Uh, But it seems like white America has this love for guns to the point where, it's just natural for a segment of our Ameri- white American society to um, to to purchase all these weapons and think nothing of it. And and the kicker is is that they 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 saying that they 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 uh, they purchasing for the enemy. Who is the enemy? Who who are you so afraid of that that much? And mainly, most of them are, 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 are purchasing to kill blacks. Really, that to me, that's what what the purpose of all this gun. But I just seen on television uh, a couple of days ago where they training their kids, small, ten years old, where they take them to these gun rifling to shoot guns, and they love it. You should hear these kids where they love it. But they teaching them the proper way. They said to have guns. Well, you know, in the country uh, where you own farms and stuff like that, I can see that. But in the city, you know, the rules now has combined with the city lifestyle. And there, to me, there's no need for that type of weapon in, in, in nobody's home, you see, in nobody's home. 
because there every now and then you're going to hear about a fatality on television where a kid thinking that he's thinking that the gun is he's not loaded, but he's thinking it's a toy and he want to show up his friend about it and you blow the other person away on a humbug. And that's so dramatic to the young person who did the action. You know, you know, we can overlook it more or less, but that kid that's embedded in his mind that he either destroyed his brother, his best friend, and sometimes they can kill their parents on a humbug. Uh, it's just, uh, we, we got some really, the way that we look at, we're so divided now, and it's so sad to see how much divided that we are about how we look at stuff and how we view stuff. It's just sad, it's really sad. I watched that funeral yesterday there, and it's so sickening and it's heartburning because statistics is telling you that, my God, that they're not, they're not when they're shooting and they're training, we're training, they're getting paid to train to kill trained to kill blacks and you know it is so scary and i'm scared for my 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 sons both of them you know they they've they've raised in a certain way they have a certain lifestyle or whatever but we 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 also in areas too that we're primitive where in their surroundings you got to always be you know you're never comfortable a black man should never ever feel comfortable in this united states I don't care who you are and what type of status you are. You never should feel that comfortable. Look what they did to LeBron James' home and stuff like that. They be sending messages to these young people, older people, you know what I mean? And our young people got to get out of their mind that it does not apply to them. They need to start watching the news more, listening to what is going on more, get involved more, because this is happening and it does apply to you. And like you say, it is difficult to understand why people are being uh, challenged in this fashion. Uh, The story out of California is now that the autopsy shows that this man was shot uh, six times in his back, once in his upper upper, um, torso, but it showed that he was not going forward at the police when he was shot. He was shot in in his in his either on his right or left side, which turned him around, and he was shot six times in his back, and one time on the ground in his thigh. So it, it is obvious that it just doesn't seem reasonable that these men took the action that they did, and we we find that um, nobody is being held accountable uh, all over the country. There has been 71 instances of black men killed uh, when they were not armed, and it, it just—it's—it's it's just a sad situation. And the, uh, you know, we at some point, uh, I was very happy with the uh, commercials that the M- NBA made, but where do we go from here? One commercial isn't enough. Well, no, James, uh, Miss Joyce raised some very interesting uh, views, and uh, and you know, uh, and, and even the president of the United States don't even have the decency to even mention it. You know, about it, uh, about it, it almost even to to a, a simple person, they can see that it's it's, it's becoming an epidemic, even in that way. Um, so, um, we, 
Uh, we 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 gonna have to help ourselves. Uh, we got to help ourselves uh, to make young people aware. And even even uh, there's a lot of older people that that seem not even care, not even be interested. And and so that's our plight uh, uh, going forward is to find ways to involve them, it, to to raise their awareness. Um, you know, as we were speaking about uh, the the love affair, and that's what I call it, the love affair that white America have with uh, with uh, with guns. Well, um, you know, it's part of their culture. Um, you know, um, uh, that's that's the way that they've been able to even coming out of coming out of Britain. Uh, that's that was a way that they was able to to conquer everything um, by the use of, of, of guns and gunpowder. Why? Uh, other other cultures of the world still had bow and arrows and sticks and, and spears, um, but you know, so that that's the advantage that they have. But I, I want to raise, I want to bring your attention. Uh, go to YouTube and look at uh, uh, gun accidents, mm-hmm. and and most of the accidents are, are, are caused by people that 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 relish the love of of guns. Uh, mm. they, they try to get the, the girls to shoot guns, and they they don't understand the reco- the recoil of a shotgun. The shotgun flips out of their hand and hit it in the head, and 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 they get on YouTube and they and they uh, they uh, they show these guns, and they be on these sites and show the guns, and this gun go off and shoot them in the leg, and all kind of crazy stuff. And they mm. they, just they just don't have no respect. They don't have no respect for. Like. Anything, yes, ma'am. Just for anything, and so um, common sense that's supposed to come out of uh, our government. See, uh, they, they are so afraid of of government interests in, in in the part that government is supposed to play in our lives. They they want to be ready. They want to prepare themselves and be ready for to take the part of a militia. Mm-hmm. And and that's why they stockhouse all the guns. Uh, there's no other reason to stockhouse all the guns. They have 20 guns in the house. No no reason at all. They're preparing for 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 a government takeover. But what they fail to realize that the government takeover is coming from the from within from the same party that they voted for. Mm-hmm. They think. They think that that party has their best interests at hand, and that party does not. That party has never cared about anything but more money, more money, and 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 polishing their own pocket. But you can't tell them that. So it's going to take something like the lights of this administration, and the, and the rabbit hole that he's going to send us down, but to to get their attention before they come to realize that uh, all hell is going to break loose before it gets better. And that's why that's why they want to uh, shout about this shadow government so much because um, p- persons in position and if, and if government if, I'm sorry if uh, Barack Obama is part of that which it's likely he's not but if they want to say he's part of that then that's fine but somebody has to take in their own uh, own hands to try to save what we have left because. Um, it don't take much now because you got that, that crazy man over in uh, North Korea, and if they ever were to meet, Miss Joyce, if they ever were to meet, somebody gonna slap somebody. One of them gonna slap each other. Watch <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. Oh, oh my 
One of the things that's going on that we need to be aware of is, is that these people seemingly can't recognize uh, the, you know, that the violence that we're killing more people every year, 30,000 people, and a lot of those people are white. When they refuse to address the gun violence in our country, they're just blinding themselves to how many people are dying at the at the hands of white people. And so uh, I heard that the NRA has been taking in three times their normal donations uh, because of of uh, what took place at that high school. So you can see that these people don't deal with uh, the news rationally. They go in the opposite direction where they're trying to make it even more difficult uh, to win over the NRA. So, George, what we're seeing is they're tripling the amount of money that they're sending to the NRA to help fight gun control. Well, uh, well, that's gonna that's gonna soon change, and I think what what, what a picture of what what's gonna happen and the change is gone is what happened uh, yesterday about uh, uh, Hug uh, brought down that reporter with Fox. They running scared. Believe me, they scared. They chicken in their boots because it's the power of the young people. See, they don't want to realize it. You know, that's how come I told, you know, when you guys say you want a Biden, you don't want a Biden. You want a young blood up in there. You want people that think. You want people who are going to be able to to move us forward in a positive way. Biden is, 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 uh, is connected to Obama. They don't want nothing. They hate that man. And I told you what his personal life is all about. We don't even want anyone in that generation. We need someone youthful. That one kid that uh, did not uh, get accepted into anybody's college, they offered him to run for government because those are the type of people that we need because he knows what is what is going on. He knows the system, and he knows how to fight back, but he knows how to do it for the people. They fought everybody. All of this is going to change. I would like to say about your guy Trump. Yesterday on the news press conference, uh, the young lady, Huckabee, she was up there. They asked her what did she think about the California shooting and what does the president. You know what she said? He said their problem is on a local level. They let the locals deal with that. Can you imagine that's what she said, how the president feel about that shooting? But now they yeah, feel it, it about about it's, it's crazy, but they, this drug that's going on now. But see, the problem is, too, when you take a look at it, you don't find a lot of blacks shooting up a lot of blacks the way we used to. You understand what I'm saying? The thing and flip, but they haven't got the big picture yet. And you're right, D, they haven't seen the message about what is going on. But once they get the wake-up call, you know, what, what their president is all about, and it's, it's being rich with association, and that's what the average white folks, do, the, the, the swamp people, you know, they want to be rich, or they want to be powerful, they want to be somebody by association, and they, they don't care what Trump is all about. He's dumb as the devil, but as long as he got money, they want to associate with him. That's how they think. Can you imagine? Uh, Reverend Smith, we were talking about the acquittal on this girl. We started with that. 
what what are your thoughts? I wanted to. I uh, started out by saying that I was very pleased <laughs> to see the, that they found her not guilty. So was I, James. Good evening, everybody. I'm on the road, so a friend of my friends, my best friend's daughter, she um, they found her dead in a bedroom. They had her wake. She's only 50 years old, so I was over in my hometown. But anyway, I'm on the road back to Kissimmee. Um, I was glad to see her be acquitted also. The federal government messed up. They had numerous occasions of, of, of points that they could have put this man in jail. They could have stopped him long before this happened. When they found out that they had made a terrible mess up by acting the fool, now they want to come back and try his wife. They should have left that woman alone in the first place. I don't know what she did, but what she didn't do was go inside that place and pull that trigger and kill 59 and, and hurt up another 40 some or whatever it was. All I do know is that I'm glad she was acquitted. I'm glad she was acquitted. Now, in reference to what Joyce was talking about, I agree with Joyce 100%. The reason I said Biden, because I read at that particular point in time, he's the only one that's out there acting like he want to do something. Putting that young boy up there in Congress, they would eat his lunch. Even, I don't care how smart you think he is, those dogs up there, I wouldn't wish that on our worst. They would eat that boy alive in Washington, D.C. You're going to have to have someone with some finesse and savvy and make them respect him. Just because he's got 600,000 Twitter friends, and his other friends got another million or so. They got over 36, 3 million and 600 uh, uh, other friends out there. That doesn't mean anything when they get to Washington. Politics is a whole new bed. That's a whole new bed, you get it. And that bed is full of, uh, of, of what that thing that bites your bed bugs. Washington is full of bed bugs. So I'm telling you, you don't want to see none of those young people go up there. Please don't wish that on them. Yeah, we need new blood. We need you. But you need somebody out there right now who can fight, who knows the system, and who can fight. Fight the way they fight. Joe Biden, yes, he's too old. But we, there are some young guys out there who are not afraid. Thank you, Jay. I tell you what, it was nice to see how quickly that boy uh, brought uh, to bear his strength and put that lady in check. Uh, now they're saying they're not sure how much money that she's going to lose, but I'm sure it's in the millions in terms of endorsement. Uh, that she, she opened her mouth and said the wrong thing to the wrong person. And uh, he didn't back down. And I'm not sure who should be ashamed of a 4.1, 4.2, uh, because he didn't get accepted at UCLA. 
he's gonna be accepted at some uh, college that is gonna be uh, well. He'll be well received, and so I'm glad she she kicked back and didn't um, accept her apology. Uh, and Fox is gonna have to start uh, seriously thinking about how it's gonna approach uh, the liberal uh, people that are joining the party. Uh, D. Well, that that incident that you all are speaking of now, uh, I'm totally unfamiliar with, so uh, I'm going to have to pass on, on the response to that. Well, D, um, D uh, I forget who the lady's name is from Fox News, uh, but she uh, made a derogatory comment uh, to this young high school guy who was one of the uh, survivors of the uh, South Florida high school shooting. And as a result of that, he went and tweeted uh, to his friends to tweet the sponsors of Fox News in that particular show, and about four or five of them pulled out. And uh, they don't know exactly what, when it's going to stop uh, because they, uh, you know, they, they mess with the wrong young people when it comes to tweeting and getting the word out. And uh, she lost millions in 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I am familiar with that now because um, there was another case, two two other cases. Another case was a senator out of Massachusetts uh, called um, one of the survivors of that shooting uh, young white girl had uh, very, very short hair. And so this, this senator out of, uh, out of Massachusetts called her dyke. Uh, oh, wow. And, Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, and you could tell by his his uh, by his tone that he was a supporter supporter of, of the IRA, and so uh, and so he called uh, called both the girls dice and and they were just totally uncalled for what he had said. So what they did, the same person, uh, knowing that uh, their movement was catching fire. Uh, Send a message to the people in Massachusetts to, and this guy was a student for for his seat. He won the midterm election. He's a he's a student for that seat. And if you do the dog put yourself, I don't care who you are, run against this guy. I don't care if you got going to run against him anyway. And it was a, such a firestorm about it. Other people, one of the CEOs of uh, of the NRA. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about. It. His comment uh, saying that these survivors are just looking for that few minutes of fame on television, and so what you're speaking of is is the, is the total insensitivity of humanity. And I think I'm gonna leave it at that, and and, uh, and let's kick that ball around and see where we go with that. Thank you. And and George, they don't. The Republican Party just don't see the storm coming. Uh, they want to belittle what is happening. Well, uh, every special election has gone to the Democrats. And it, it ought to be clear to them uh, that right now they're treading on thin ice. And the midterm elections uh, might just show them something that they're not prepared to deal with. Well, right now they don't know what to do. They, they're running scared because they don't get it. That's what it is. They, they don't get it. 
because their power is finna change. And what's gonna happen to that 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 reporter? They gonna she's gonna lose her show because her show is dependent. Her brand, the people bought into her, the people of those companies bought into who she was, their brand. And once they did that, the first five companies who who dropped her right away is that they wanted to be on the right side of change. They see what is coming. These that those companies. It was twelve companies that he he put the first twelve companies that sponsored that show. And within 10 minutes, the first five dropped her like a hot potato. And she went back and told him just because it's Holy Week, she won't apologize. And that's when he told her, big mistake. Big mistake. And that's what they get. This is the same one who downed uh, LeBron James. But I'm so glad that he took the, the, the high road. But he couldn't have had the power that these young people are doing. You know, they showing her. So I'm glad that LeBron James, now he didn't have to do nothing because guess what? He paid her back with just his kids, twofold. Sometimes, sometimes you don't have to do anything. Let the other young people do the work. And they did. They did. They did the heavy lifting for LeBron James. He told them to keep the dribbling the basketball. He don't have. No, he don't supposed to have no no decision making. and can't even think. You know that's how they look at athletes. But then you know that's totally out of place. Well, you know that. Have you seen that commercial, Joyce? Well, the boys tell them we're we, we not going to just dribble and we're not going to uh, mind our business. Uh, it was real nice commercial. You need to uh, Google it. Um, and it, it was real good. Uh, T uh, and Reverend Smith, have you seen that commercial? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh-huh. Real nice. I have not. Real nice. I have not. I have not. But if y'all, if y'all can grab it off YouTube, grab it off YouTube. And find a way to put it on Facebook because those of us that have not seen it need to see it on the regular. Yeah, it it, it is a very powerful message, and everybody on the team had um, something to do with it. The white players as well as the black players, and um, it, you know they said the the Kings are really the owner of the Kings is really getting involved and in supporting the players on this. James, I'd like to say that uh, the uh, the Democrats need to be well involved to try to uh, be in a position to take advantage of this firestorm that's, that's actually this fallout that the, rubber, that the Republicans are, are witnessing. Uh, they need to come together now because I, I understand that they have some division in the Democratic Party also. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that be the case, they really need to come together and be prepared and in a great position to have a viable and strong campaign to run against all of this because the, the table is set for them, but they got to be paying attention and they got to be willing to come together to make something really happen in November. Yeah. They got to be able to pick up and the ball I, I'm and not move sure I don't understand why they're not smart enough to recognize uh, that they need to be catering uh, to the women uh, and the people of color and to uh, help to get us motivated to be uh, ready to make these changes because we want to make the changes. Uh, And the Republican Party are not seeking uh, to uh, 
to bring, uh, they, they're still going after that old white vote. And at some point in time, you got to have enough initiative to ride on what's going to be there for you in the future. Because that old white vote is going to go away. I, I think, like B said, it's the it, it, it's the year of the exposure. So a lot of times, these these old politicians that's up there now, they scared to death. That's why they some of them are afraid, afraid to act because they know that the dirt, all the dirt stuff coming out, and they figure that they and then did some underhand type of stuff up there, and they trying to go underneath the radar. But I tell you what, they're going to blast them anyway. These women are going to blast them whether or not they think they're going under the radar or not. That's how come a lot of them are not going to, they're going to pick and choose their battles. And most of the battles, they're not choosing anyway. So they're going under the radar, and there's no one who's willing to step it up, to step out there and step out. They need to step out and stand on their, what they believe in. But none of them don't believe in anything too much anymore. They go whichever way that the money goes, I'm assuming, because I think most of them have all been bought out. Because they don't have no 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 constitution, what they can stand on, what they believe, and stand on the people who represent them. So the same people who put you in there, they expect for you to represent them in a way that in a respectable way and and voice their opinion. But they get up there and they go stone stupid. And Reverend Smith, the chaos that exists in the in the Trump administration with all these firings and all this important stuff that's going on, and when we need educated, competent people to be a part of these discussions, he's getting rid of everybody. That's Trump's way of deflecting. It's what he called deflection. Trump is doing, Trump is just being Trump. And all of it, he know all of this going to come Back to bite him in his behind. Trump know that Mueller is right on his heels. He's not crazy, but he want to deflect everything and make everybody think that everything is all right. And if you look at the when he went to speak in Massachusetts last night, that wasn't a speech on the taxpayers' money. That was a campaign speech on on the taxpayers' money. So Trump is not Trump is not crazy as we think he is. Trump is a good magician. He's ignorant. He's stupid. But he's like that man in in the in the in the, in the uh, mental ward. He's not crazy. He know what's coming, and his day is numbered, and he know that. So he's going to do everything he can right now to make everything look one way or another. He want everybody to look away from what's coming, but it's too much out there. So this is what's tripping him up now. Everything is out there now, and a lot more coming. So he has nowhere to deflect, and it's messing with him. It's messing with him real bad. So it ain't nothing but that. And, D, I can't even begin to know uh, what direction the independents are going to go in 
when they see the mess they created by by putting him in charge. I mean, how can you, with any real honest view, look at what we find ourselves going through and think that it's, it's positive? Well, uh, you know, uh, Ms. George said something that uh, I'd like to expound on before I forget it. Uh, she spoke about the silence of the Republican Party uh, because their, their dirty laundry might be aired. And I say to you that that's probably the same reason that the Democrats are silent. Exactly. Because, yeah. Because now when, when Trump spoke about the swamp, he wasn't too far off base when he says that. The swamp has been alive and well and been in control for a long time. We we mm-hmm. found out since these women or ladies have uh, have come forward that these senators and judges or, or and whomever else have used their position as power. Yeah. And you know if you if you're the ugliest dude in the world and you ain't getting no place, but if you got power, then you your your opportunity will roll around eventually. And mm-hmm. I think that these uh, Democrats might be in the same bed with that. So. Yeah. And they know that Fox News and and and, and um, Laura Ingram and anybody else mm-hmm. will 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 bring that to the forefront if they have have the notion to open their mouth about anything. So exactly. going no, forward, no, going forward. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Democrats are not silent. Democrats okay, are no. not silent because mm-hmm. they are afraid. Democrats are silent because they're smart right now. Keep your mm-hmm. mouth shut and let the Republicans implode. They are imploding all by themselves. Mm-hmm. And after a while, the Democrats are stepping out, and they are going to make themselves known with a whole new situation. They're going after these kids. They're going to try to get these kids on their side like Bernie Sanders did. Mm-hmm. They're not they're being quiet for a purpose and I don't blame them. If I was running I would shut up and let Trump and the Republican Party implode. And that's what they are doing. Right now they are destroying themselves. And very long from now that's true. Very long from now you will hear them come out. Well, they better have a platform when they come out, too, because then if they stand standing back being silent, that's been their problem for too long. They didn't have a voice, and they didn't they didn't know what – they didn't have a platform. You know, you got to reach people. You got to make a person feel something that they can go along with your program because now people are smart. They ain't buying what you're selling if you ain't selling the right, right stuff, believe me. You got to make sure that you get them out the house and get them to the post. So it better be what it is that you're saying. It better be not not a lot of trash because they haven't heard that trash smacking talk. What are you going to do for me lately? That's what they want to know. How far or where are you going to take me to the next level? So they better be ready. They, got, they ain't doing no they talking, got them out they of the house. They better be ready. They got them out of the house in Alabama. They will get them out of the house when it comes time. They've got them out of the house in, in Virginia. They've gotten them out of the house in other areas. They are going to be ready. They are going to be okay. ready. But why Why should you get in the middle of a fight with, and get yourself all dirtied up 
and your face blooded up when you can let them fight among themselves and wait till it's all over. This is what we as policemen used to do. We let yeah, yeah, and they do it and the, too. And the last the person standing, we take to the yeah. jail. Yeah. Let the kids tackle them up because these kids got them. They don't know. They don't know which way is up now. They got them. And but what it is, they so silent how they do it. It just that it was the touch of a click, the click of they 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 internet of their cell phone. They dangerous. These kids are on it. You better watch what you say, and you better be careful on how you say it too. They don't have no compassion. These Republicans, and they it showed by the what they're saying and how they talking. But these kids are letting them know. Dare you to do me like that? I'm still I'm still mourning. And you're going to cut them down and call them stupid and dumb? Well, they're going to show you just how stupid and dumb they are. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, Jane. Ms. Joyce, I think that's a good point because these kids have, these kids are well to do kids. See, they're, they're yeah. not your urban kids. These kids have, uh, have parents, and these kids are very articulate. And their parents yeah. are uh, in, uh, in, in, in a good position in life. So, you know, sometimes God do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And so Amen. I think they bit off the I think they bit off the right piece of meat this time. Hello, <laughs> you got that right, yeah, buddy. And, and the good thing about it, and they got the parents be, behind I them believe. too. See, the parents, the parents couldn't come out. The parents couldn't come, but the kids can. You see what I mean? And they're gonna say, well, they just kids, honey. These kids are powerful, and you know their parents are right behind them, and they putting that money there. Look at all these movie stars. They dumping that money into these kids. And I believe that they, these issues will congeal. I think all of these issues are going to come together and uh, allow the Democratic Party to work on all of these issues at the same time. We're going to be able to push into this uh, need to, to control guns, the ability uh, to work on reducing uh, the amount of murders that are going on every year as well. So I believe all of this is going to work together for good as we move forward. I think they can bring down, a, down the NRA. You watch them. People think they, it can't be done, but this is a different type of uh, young people that you're dealing with. They're not stupid. They're not dumb. They're well-educated, and they're rich, and they can hang in there for the long haul. You watch them. Yep. And they're getting support from all over the world, all over the world. They didn't just march in the United States. They marched all over the world. Believe me, they're powerful. And it's time for it. Uh, Reverend Smith, let me just go back to you. How in the world can a country that calls itself an intelligent country, a civilized country, just accept 30,000 deaths per year to gun violence without doing anything about it. Uh, This last bill that was passed finally allowed an agency to research gun violence. Now, what fool could be against researching gun violence to find a solution to the epidemic? James. You know, we're talking about researching and researching and researching. They already know what the solution is. It's a waste of money to go and put all that money into researching all over again. 
researching that which we already know to be true. So my thing with them is take that money that you're putting in the research and put it into action on the street. That's what they need to do. And But they, they, they are trying to find their research for the next two or three years. And that would be in each year, 30,000, that's 90,000 to 100,000 people dead. So why? Why can't we just go in on and put it into action? Put it into action. And until we do that, we already know what it takes to stop it. You think we don't know? Yeah, we know. They don't want to stop it. So that's all uh, I have to say about Let me that. ask you, a lot of people have... A lot of people have a different idea of what neighborhood policing is. What is your definition uh, for neighborhood policing, and why is it so difficult uh, to implement? It's not difficult to implement, James. It's very simple and easy to implement. Neighborhood policing would take only a, a shift of people two people per car, and they would get out of that vehicle. That's the problem. These officers don't want to get out there in the hot sun. Get out of that vehicle and start walking around the neighborhood. Walk. Get to know the people. That's what community policing is. Help people out of situations. Get people, but when you people learn you, and you learn them, they learn to help each other. It's very simple to implement. But they want to put one man, one car, and that that person never get out of that vehicle. Never get out. He rides around with his windows up. And when he waves, he waves through a dark tinted window. A child can't. A child can't feel a child can't feel your hand in a dark tinted window. You need to get out of that window so you can shake those kids' hands. Go up and talk to the parent. Ask them is everything all right. That's how you do community policing. Uh, you know, um I I was listening today and they were talking about how um, uh, neighborhood or uh, policing would have helped that situation where the man was gone down in front of the uh, little corner store because they would have knew who he was and be able to say, man, you, what, what kind of trouble you causing over here? What's going on? And be on a position to talk instead of just your first inclination is to grab people and and choke them and get them handcuffed. And so those are the kind of things, Steve, we need to be looking at. Why is that your first move to do something violent or destructive instead of just trying to talk to somebody? If you wanted the man to stop selling what he was selling and go on about it, just say, hey, look, man, I need you to go on home today. Well, Dan, that's a question you're going to have to ask uh, Pastor Smith because – Back in my day, there was a, a connect like that. Uh, when I remember when I was in school, 
uh, the sheriff's department used to make it a make a field day of it. Used to come to our school, and the, mm-hmm. and the program was called the, the program was called the Junior Deputy Program. Mm-hmm. And they brought and they brought little, they brought little plastic badges, and they used to and and we used to pin the badges on on our lapel, and yeah. they used to call us Junior Junior Deputy. Then in yeah. all of that, during the hour we were together, they would talk to us about the danger of, of firearms. Uh, they would talk to us about uh, the friendship that uh, law enforcement and, and 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 the citizens are supposed to have, and they made them right. their friends. And so I don't know what happened. I really don't. I don't know. And it seemed like this was going on before Donald Trump. But I don't know what happened, so um, well, I would they like get to rid be of the funds. They they had funds. Those are those are programs. Those are uh, programs that they right. had implemented. That the government that was back in uh, Clinton and uh, all those that that decade where those programs mm-hmm. was available. Community program. Uh, they had it uh, in my my sons. Uh, both of my sons when they were growing up, they had them coming there and they would speak and uh, they give them uh, certificates and all of that. They call it the Star Program. But uh, that was educated. That was funded, government funded, uh, and they cut out all of those programs. And that's what. Where is all this money going? Because it's not in the community. Here in Arizona, they don't even want. They want to give a teacher a one percent raise. Can you imagine one percent? One percent. And a lot of these teachers here got two and three jobs just to make it. Make. Education should be the most expensive, most to be the, the it's supposed to be the best job that a person could have here in the United States. Educating your people. Uh, that's right. I agree. That should be a high paying right. job. That's the lowest paying job it is. What is is something wrong with that picture? Believe me. You you got people to have the best of the best of the minds when you pay. You you, you get what you pay for around nowadays. We're not, we're, not paying, we're not putting the money where, where it should be. It should be on education. It's ridiculous. Something is wrong with the picture when a court when a court can be paid two million dollars and a teacher be paid thirty thousand. Something is wrong with the picture. That's 30, what you need to think about. It, it, it's between something? sixteen and twenty thousand dollars is what these teachers are making here in Arizona. Oh between my 16, god. Oh my 16, god. Sixteen and twenty thousand. Oh and they want, my you want God. to give them a one percent rate. They've been fighting. It came on oh. national news. They want they want a ten percent rate. Can you imagine between sixteen and twenty thousand? And hell, I was making more than a teacher. And look, I don't have a master that's, degree. Can that's you imagine? The poverty line. Hello, hello. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. We we we, oh we, we rank forty five. We went rank forty five in education here in the state of Arizona. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm. That's right. That is it, is amazing. That's That's it. it is amazing that it, it continues to go in that direction. And like you say, it's because we keep dealing with these old school people who don't focus and consider the value of the people that they're they're hiring. And then they want to know, you can't keep good teachers when you underpay them because the good ones going to leave and go do something else. That's you right. That's you don't right. blame That's right. Yeah. We should have the best minds in the world, but we don't have the best minds in the world because you don't want to pay the kids and the teachers to have those, those type of positions. 
You see, it's ridiculous. It and it used to be, it used to be military would be the way to go. You know, people want to go out and leave high school, uh, particular blacks. There's only a couple of things you could be at that time. You could go to the military, or you can be a football player, basketball player, a sport. That's it. And you used to be baseball. Now you can't even get blacks to do baseball because that that's gone to the Puerto Rican or whoever it is. They they can't even go to those type of schools. Your 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 bond guy. And uh, 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 all of those guys, Mudkid, Grandma, they, they'll never come again no more. No, it's they just won't. Ridiculous. All right, listen, you know, uh, gonna, and, and baseball used to be these And give everybody a final word.
Uh, D, your final thought for this evening? Yes, sir. My final thought is um, I want to thank Pastor, Pastor Smith for coming on anyway, um, um, despite uh, um, the circumstance that he's going through. And I want to let him know that uh, our prayers are with uh, the young lady that was Deceased, and um, and and hope he can find comfort in knowing that uh, that she, that she is is in the hands of the Lord. Thank you. Uh, Joyce, your final thought this evening. I I can concur with with D uh, about my condolences. It's going to your 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 friend, um, uh, uh, your your friend's child. Happy Easter. Happy Good Friday to everybody. Be safe. Be safe, everyone, and for you, Pastor on the Road, definitely be safe. Happy Easter, everyone. Uh, Reverend Smith, your final thought for this evening? I'd just like to say thanks to Dee and to Joyce, and I appreciate that, and just continue to keep the family, the Merrick family, in your prayers. Um, Her name was Stephanie, and she's the same age as my oldest daughter. Um, I just thank you very much And God bless you all And happy Resurrection Day On Sunday Take care Alright again as always I want to thank all of you for your continued support I want to thank you And and let you know that uh, This show wouldn't be what it is Without your continued calling in We need everybody to call in At 657-383 0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear we have to engage ourselves in what's going on because we can't sit back and allow other people to dictate the direction of where we're going we have to be ready and prepared to do what it takes to make our voices heard and guide our country in the direction we think is best so please everybody take care we'll see you tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, where your voice is heard loud and clear without interruption. So, what do you want to do? I'm here, baby. I'm ready, baby. Well, here I am.
What you dream? 